When Jen had complained earlier that evening that Petrus, the palace physician, should stop fussing over him like a worried old woman, Atolia had asked, archly, "'And me as well?' "'When you stop fussing,' Jen had said, slipping to his knees beside her couch, "'I will sleep with two knives under my pillow.' Atolia had looked down at him and said sharply, "'Don't be ridiculous.' Only when Eugenides laughed had Sunus realized her implication— if she ever turned against Eugenides, a second knife wouldn't save him. He almost swallowed the olive in his mouth unchewed. Fun things to do with your partner. Hello, mysterious royal gifts. I'm Noelle. And I'm Caitlin. And this is the Atolian Archives, your Queen's Thief reread podcast to help you recover from Return of the Thief. It's November 29th, 2020. I love when we get these glimpses that Atolia has a sense of humor. <laughs> Atolia's elusive jokes. I'm a little bit distracted from her making jokes by the image of Jen casually kneeling in front of her. Whenever he does that, I lose my mind. He just slipping to his knees beside her couch. They're at dinner. They can't do anything under the top, ever. The amp is up to 11 at all times. <laughs> and uh, the narration says she sends him back to his couch, uh, like brushing his cheek almost shyly is how it's put. Which is interesting that she's still not... I, I read this more as a she's not at ease with PDA. More of yeah. a, more than a like she's not used to being in love with him. I don't think that's what it is. <laughs> Also, in this in this dinner scene, we get Jen saying, so Sophos is asking, like, why do we even keep the ambassador when the Medes are sowing treachery or whatever? And Jen says, one cannot toss ambassadors back like bad fish. You treat them with care or you'll find you've committed an act of war. This is from the guy that pretends not to recognize the Mede ambassador whenever they meet <laughs> each other. He's getting his joys where he can. You can be, I think that... Sophos has not yet discovered that you're allowed to be passive-aggressive. <laughs> and they talk, the four of them, about the situation with the Medes and the continent and why they have to walk this careful line because the Medes aren't being outwardly aggressive and the continent is not going to aid them unless there's a clear sign of aggression from the Medes and so they're really stuck in the middle. And it says the continent isn't willing to, like, do much, but what they will do is, like, they're not going to give them money, but they're perfectly willing to build forts here and land troops here. And uh, the narration says that Sophos knows that they are as vulnerable to the aid of the continent as to the conquest of the Medes. And he had already seen in his lifetime several city-states on the peninsula get swallowed up by larger countries under the guise of safekeeping. Mm -hmm. So I think that kind of reframes a lot of this this Mede-Peninsula conflict, knowing that it is such a, I guess, an everyday occurrence in this political sphere in the area. And poor Sophos is getting all this advice including from Atolia, who says that you should have your rebel barons publicly ganched. Is that the Spikes one? 
something with spikes i don't know (laughs) yeah to drop from a high place upon sharp stakes or whoa what that seems like unnecessarily elaborate (laughs) it really it that it sounds like a james bond villain (laughs) so we were talking um last episode about how soonest is still you know on this path to you know, he's still wrestling with these decisions and taking other people's advice. He's asking Jen explicitly once Atolia has has given him her advice of, you know, you need to you need to be ruthless here. He's asking Jen outright, is she right? Is this the right thing to do? Um. And Jen says, um, she's right that my cousin inherited her. Th- thrown on the strength of my father's right arm he swore that she and no one else would be crowned um and that he inherited or whatever he got a throne that atolia had secured only atolia has faced a revolt in her own house and sofa says then you think i should take her advice and jen says i know that if you don't look for an alternative sophos you certainly won't find one sophos wants other people's opinions on other people's opinions even (laughs) which i think goes all the way back to you know, the beginning of the book had had kind of an emphasis on his self-esteem is pretty low. There's no one in his life except the Magus has ever really thought there's much to him. <laughs> and also, he's never... This is really the first time in his life that he's ever, you know, had anything weighing on his decisions. But Sophos, he's very perceptive about Ion, and he makes kind of a good, smart move there and it doesn't do anything but get ion out of a tight spot but uh he does that and uh, really on his own initiative and i I like that it's kind of showing us like okay we're at the level of countries with like the continent's armies and whatever and we're making decisions for hundreds of thousands of people or but sophos isn't losing track of the individuals here either maybe if ion had more time off to go hang out with his girlfriend he wouldn't have to do it on the clock. <laughs> and we wouldn't be in this situation. Does Melhoret not have anything better to do? I guess not. I guess this is his job. What could be better than trying to manipulate a foreign ruler into inviting you onto his land? Ah, oh, and Sunus shoots himself in the foot again in the same way with the same gun. Won't you join me, Sunus said diplomatically. The narration says, impossible to say no when he was already sparing the time on his on his own self-indulgence. Is it impossible, Sophos? Is it? <laughs> and Ion rescues him by bringing up the tailor, which he could have just brought up in the first place. Like, oh yeah, actually, I've just remembered. I have to go get fitted for this shirt. It's a very important, a vitally important <sighs> shirt. Because <laughs> he knows that, that Malhoret would see through that, but he doesn't have to care. Because then that would put Melhoret on the defensive, right? That he, that puts him in a position to be polite. Yeah, he can't possibly challenge that with anything at all. Come Once, on, get it together, Sophos. And it's it's just so funny that we have all of this this diffidence on Sophos's part contrasted with whenever Jen speaks, people jump to it. Well, okay, the second part. The end of King of Chile. <laughs> and, I mean, he had to... Sophos is to 
some extent, in a similar position to Chen at the beginning of King of Atolia, mm-hmm. which is that he hasn't accepted the position that he's in yet. Mm. He doesn't want to wield his authority, even though he knows that he has to. I don't know if I would say that exactly. I would say I would say he's a lot more willing than Jen to wield his authority, but he doesn't know how as well as Jen does. Mm-hmm. You know? Maybe they're both equally reluctant to wield that new authority, but for different reasons. Oh, it's for, yeah, because definitely for completely different reasons. Jen is worried that he'll be too good at it. And, <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> I'll be too good! And Sophos is worried he'll be too bad at it. Jen wakes up in the morning and he looks in the mirror and he thinks, too beautiful to live. <laughs> I think his all of Jen's own self-doubt is much more hidden than anyone else's, at least until Return of the Thief. I feel like Jen has a layer of arrogance under a layer of insecurity <laughs> under a layer of arrogance under a layer of insecurity <laughs> under a layer of arrogance. You are so right. It's all the way down. You're so right. And finally, at the very, very bottom, there's love. This is quite a sentimental chapter. I would even call it cheesy. It, it gets really sentimental about Helen and Sophos, which we hadn't really seen before, that level of acknowledgement of their relationship. And it's a wonderful scene where Jen comes to talk to her and they just hug and talk about it. Like you would with your friend, uh, slash cousin, slash brother. And there's a really, I find it a beautiful metaphor that Jen uses. He says, the two of you have been like magnets drawing ever nearer to each other since you met. And Edith doesn't know what to say, to say goodbye to him. And she ends up (laughs) saying, what is it? I look forward to hearing of your future adventures. (laughs) She thinks she's been poisoned. (laughs) No, fool. (laughs) What is this feeling? (laughs) Oh, and then Atolia comes and holds her hand and the narration says, to the court, it was unexceptional, hardly noticed, and I think about this line all the time. They are friends. They are friends. And everyone kisses each other goodbye. Kisses Sophos goodbye, whatever. A lot of smooching. And at the end of his conversation with Edis, we get the, the callback to the idea that Jen brought up in the last chapter about Ebiitis. Um, does a good man let his circumstances determine his character? He says, you sent me to Atolia. We do what we must, but we are not defined by our circumstances. And then he says that Sophos, you shouldn't worry about Sophos because he couldn't offend the gods with a pointed stick. Everybody loves Sophos. Oh, we have the Sophos wants some lamb, but can't eat the kings because it has sand in it. And then, uh... Jen says, there is still someone in the kitchens who adores the queen, dislikes Adesians, and hates me. She just hasn't met you, I am sure. She has, actually. Uh, that was on my wish list for Thickest Thieves. I want, to, I want the deets. Ugh, and then we got them. <laughs> and Edith says that she wants to send 1,500 crossbowmen and 1,000 pikes. 
to to go with Sophos, and I think that's very romantic of her. <laughs> and this is another chapter that toggles between Colin Jen, Atollis, Jen, Eugenides. It's even, I seem to remember stealing your oatmeal, said the former thief of Edis. Yeah. Although he still is uh, thief of Edis. I forget what it is. Uh, upon my oath from now until I die, thief of Edis, I think. Yeah. You are a prince among men, said Eugenides. A king, soon as corrected him <laughs> with his mouth full. <laughs> oh, the priestess. Yeah. Edis can hear the goddess in the high priestess's voice. But she knows that Jen hears it too, and it never failed to strike an ease in him. Which is mm. so interesting, because you would think he would be beyond that now. No. I guess not. It's too powerful. She also thinks about how this priestess to Hephaestia had previously been a very minor person and has suddenly become very powerful, but that she hasn't used that power to put down other people. Yeah. There's just so much about power and having it, but also allowing other people to have it over you. What's the right way to use it once you have it? And is there a safe way to give it away or yeah. take it? Is it even a good thing to have it in the first place? Is part of loving someone giving them power over you? In a certain way. Can you love someone if you're not equals in a power sense? Yeah, because I feel like every relationship in these books involves some sort of giving away of power. Jen marries Atolia and in doing so always has to acknowledge that a part of him will always be afraid of her and that she could kill him at any time but she is also giving up some of her power to him Sophos is giving up part of his control of his country to Jen and Helen is giving up part of her power to Sophos and they're all giving something up to Jen it's like a it's a whole exchange and that's I feel like it's part of the story's conception of love it's the least true for Kemet and Kostas. but those two are also exceptions in a million other ways because they're not royalty <laughs> and yeah, yeah. other things so and we'll, um, we're going to think about that a lot more when we read Thick as Thieves chapter 16 next time love letter send us your comments questions and thoughts chime in at atolianarchives.tumblr.com be blessed in your endeavors 
Thank you for listening. This has been an Amateur Embroidery Production. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, anywhere podcasts are available. Thank you.